Hey folks, welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome everyone. We are saying goodbye to YouTube, because YouTube has said <laughs> goodbye to us. I guess... I guess, yeah, we've been kicked off YouTube for telling the truth or something. Pro- I, I Probably having to do with COVID. Because, you know, we're never careful about our language and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I... So I'm sure we hit all the, the filters. I refuse to be. But here's the mm-hmm. thing. I mean, we weren't even noticed for a long time. And then the first video that got banned, believe it or not, was the one where I asked the question, is the vaccine the mark of the beast oh right we were we kind of concluded that it isn't yeah and we were incredibly (laughs) sympathetic to people who were getting the vaccine you know we weren't anti-vaccine especially not back then all we said is that i I mean i'm i'm much more so now than than i was then right we just concluded that it's weird that they're trying so hard for us to get it and it probably it ought to tell us to be Even while they themselves are claiming it doesn't do anything. Yeah. that's that's That was the really weird part. And that was the first one to get banned. And then two more got yeah. banned, and I got a warning. It said, if you get three videos or more banned, your whole channel. And they got banned for just, it seemed like really weird reasons. And then so, last week, well, this it happened this week when I was I was a little bit behind. Because we produce it, and then I I publish it to the podcasting uh, platforms. And then a lot of times it's a couple weeks later before I get it on YouTube. Oh, okay, okay. So guess which one I had just posted? It was the one where uh, the, the uh, uh, title is Men Make Better Women. Oh, <laughs> So it was all about the transvestite. I think transvestite is the word that got us triggered. and Not allowed to call them transvestites anymore. Yeah. Huh? So then I got a letter saying you have been, your channel has been uncreated, canceled, you're disappeared. So, so the channel itself doesn't even exist on YouTube anymore, huh? I guess not. I don't, I didn't even try. I don't know. Because the, the videos are still because there. Like if if you can log in, like if somebody goes and searches for our channel, will they just will they see that oh it's been banned or will they just see nothing? You know what? Or here I'll try to because here I'll here's the reason in. I asked this because if we can create some kind of, I don't I don't know how YouTube works in terms of of having a channel or something. Okay, like I that. tried to log but in. If, it says your account has been permanently disabled. Okay. Okay, so we we no longer have a YouTube, uh, a working YouTube account. Because I was going to say, if we can put a like a landing page for people who search for it, yeah, and say, hey, we've been banned from YouTube for telling the truth. Go check us out on Rumble. Well, I I think I'll do that, and then if if you can, here, I don't know I, if you can do that on YouTube. Well, because you have to log into the account. First. I know, but I can I can put a I can I've logged into the account. I tried to log in, and it says you're gone. Right. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what you're trying to say. So, well, I don't know what it looks like if somebody like, can you? 
It, like if I go to a, a working account, it says a working channel on YouTube. If I go search like Jake's channel, okay. If I go search for Jake's channel on YouTube, can he make it so that when I search for his channel, there's like a landing page that always displays like some kind of banner or something? Uh, a little bit, not really. No. Okay, then in that case, it doesn't that matter. One. That's what I was wondering oh. about because we can put a banner that says, "Hey, YouTube banned us on YouTube." Saying yeah. YouTube banned us for telling the truth. Go check us out on Rumble. Well, we're on Rumble. That's... And recently I started, last week I started, and this is a side, I did not know we had been banned on YouTube, but one of my kids mm-hmm. suggested BitChute. So I started putting videos <laughs> over there. It looks like we're getting more hits from them than from anyone Will you else. spell that, please? B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E. Bit okay. shoot. Oh, <laughs> uh, because it sounds like I'm saying the bi word. But did you did you read the text message that you sent me about that? Oh, <laughs> uh, did it did it call it that? Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I I never look at what I, I just say it and then hit send because I'm usually driving. Yeah. And okay, I guess that's. What I didn't said. even know what you were talking about. Oh, I was like what? We're on bit shoot. <laughs> Bit shoot, bit shoot. You should be able to recognize that. It should, I know, but you know that because it's not like I say bit shoot. You know, know. it's sh, not ch. But here, here's the thing, though. It, it, you know, it could be purposely not recognizing because you know how voice works on on cell phones. It sends your voice to the servers at Google. They do the decoding and send it back to your cell phone. That's why yeah. you can't do voice to text if if you don't have a connection. Right. It used to do it on the cell phone. Now it's it's all done. No, I don't think else. it ever because cell phones aren't powerful enough to do that. Uh, they are. It that's, just that's wasn't why they very don't, good. That's why they never have. I know this because I've also done the the feature on car radios, which are also not powerful enough to do it. Um. Because I used to work on those as a program. Okay, it was my understanding that they started doing that around five or six years ago. Five or six years ago, the, the whole feature wasn't available long before that. Yeah, it was. It always was. It just wasn't very good. It wasn't always. I okay. Okay, I admit I I'm a late comer to most technologies. I mean, I got a cell phone. I got a smartphone. A a Android phone. Somewhat, I mean, I was still doing the the three the the button tap out with the A B C D E F keys for text messages when the first people were starting to get Android phones. So I admit to being a something of a latecomer. At one time, but I know that those phones were not powerful enough to do voice to text. Not voice detect, but um, voice voice. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Voice recognition. No, not voice so, recognition. It's not that. It's when you where you talk when you talk and it types out text, types message, out text message. That's not voice recognition. That's no. It's voice to text. Voice to text would be like, "Hey, series." That's voice to text. That's something different. No, 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 no. Not voice detect. Voice to text. Oh, voice to text. Cell phones have never been powerful enough to do voice to text on their own. I disagree. It's always with been that. an offloaded feature. I disagree with that. I think uh, you're wrong. I promise you. We'll look it up sometime. Yeah. 
If I'm wrong, I'll eat crow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, either way, we're not on YouTube, and <laughs> I, I don't care because we never got I'm any a badge listeners. of honor. But here's the thing: it's it's like we never got any YouTube listeners anyway. As a matter of fact, yeah, why why would we even? It it's it's weird because it used to be that you had to at least be influential before you got banned for something. Right. Well, here's the thing. Um, I th- I know everybody says this, like people who who have a channel or whatever or try to do podcasting, they say, we're being shadow banned. And I've never made that claim. But I think we were starting to be shadow banned because I would post a video um, about something and then, like, within 30 minutes, it would be up to, say, 150. And then I would come in the next morning and it's still at exactly 150. It just suddenly stopped so spreading. So what you does what shadow I mean? band mean exactly? Because I've heard the term. I've never quite understood it. So, um, I, you know, we don't know what the algorithm is to bring a video up to make it more popular. But it has to do with the fact that if somebody starts listening to it and then... Um, continues listening doesn't just back right out but they continue to watch it and what's more they share it with other people youtube suddenly knows hey this is interesting so Uh it suggests it on other people's feeds that or when people search for a specific subject it brings that up to the top of the results or on people's uh news feeds and stuff like that and if it's about a subject that YouTube doesn't like, even though all that happens automatically, it also tries to figure out, is this about fake news? If it is, we're going to make, we're not going to let that algorithm work. The popularity isn't going to matter. We're going to make it suddenly drop in uh, uh, ranking. Oh, so that's shadow banning. That is so shadow banning. And it happens it's, on it's every banning, platform almost. It's banning out of the algorithm without banning from the platform outright. Right. And it's not even banning. Huh. It's just no, stealing it's, yeah, it, the ranking. Suppressing. Yes. In, in the algorithm. Right. And, you know, I think for a while it was happening for very specific um, people and very specific subjects that someone did... Uh, manually, and I think what happened is they figured out a way to have it happen automatically. So now it's so even is, part of the algorithm. Is YouTube making itself irrelevant for things other than figuring out how to replace a part on your car or fix the, the monitor screen it, on your computer? It seems like it, you know? I mean, but... In all honesty, what do people watch YouTube for mostly is about those things that anyway. stuff. Yeah. So it's just saying I mean, we I, don't I know want that there are people who go and watch YouTube videos, but I guess if they can find if if everybody knows that they can post those same videos anywhere else, then it really doesn't matter because people who make these videos for the purpose of of getting them widespread, they don't just put them on YouTube. Already it's not like YouTube is a single source for anybody for anything. Yeah, but, okay, here's a couple things that I didn't realize until we started doing our podcast. 
I, I, w- I was even new to the world of podcasts when we started recording. I didn't even know yeah, that people put their podcasts on YouTube. Rush Limbaugh was the first one to put his talk show, his radio talk show or podcast in video. Remember, he had the, the, the EIB, the, the cam. What did he call it? The Rush cam? No, it wasn't oh, called did that. He, did he put a live cam in his yeah. studio? His he was one of the first to do that. I don't remember that. And it was you know, I, way back when the internet first started. Remember, you had to get an ISP like, uh, what was the name of that one that, that he started advertising? CompuServe or something like that? Oh, yeah. I remember he was on CompuServe. That was before general IP. Right. The, the general IP-based internet, because CompuServe was a dial-up service. Right. And, and way back then... I guess it was, it, it had to be before that because we didn't have, it was when webcams first started to become available. Um, okay, that would have been before, just a little bit post CompuServe. Before the general public really got them. I mean, they were right. available to okay. people if you had a lot of money. And I mm-hmm. he would experiment with it. He said, I'm going to turn the cam on for the last hour or something like that. And yeah. eventually it became pretty much he always just, had it on. Huh. But I know and, and people would watch it, huh? People watched it. I, I mean, we've got That's like weird. aunts who were like in love with him, remember? And <laughs> they would actually spend three hours three, of their day. Because uh, he was a three hour daily yeah, show. That was a long show. I. It shows what a mental giant he was, though. Yeah, to be able to talk but, for three hours. Wow. And Incredible. so he would put the webcam on, and people would actually just. Go on and, and stream watching him do his show. Yeah. I said, okay, I guess we'll start putting our stuff on YouTube. And we never got any hits really for any of them. I, and I mean really low, like 20. Uh-huh. And then every now and then we'd do one and it would shoot right up within an hour and then it would stop after like two hours. Oh, so I thought, you kind of know that's shadow banning. That is from shadow banning. Because it's okay. rising in rank, it's getting more, every five minutes, it would have more listeners than it did before, and the listening time continued to increase, because people were actually watching more the whole video. More people listening to, okay. And, and then suddenly it would just stop like a couple hours later. Not a couple hours, it, usually like six hours. It would take six oh, okay. hours for this to happen. And... So I am convinced that we were being shadow banned, not specifically, but as part of an algorithm. And Mm -hmm. now we've been booted, I think mostly because of the transvestite uh, one. That really bugged them, I think. I guess so. I probably because we called it so right. Yeah. And I, I I think what we talked about in there, no one else is talking about. I don't think people Mm -hmm. realize really what's going on with the transvestites and and what what this is. Everybody thinks it's just woke. It's not woke. This yeah, is something no, else. No, it's not. It's something different. Um, anyway, so we were banned, and I figure we'll spend today's uh, podcast kind of talking about that. But there's other stuff going on as well with Twitter. Twitter's fighting with Apple over this whole thing. Oh yeah, because now that Musk bought 
Twitter, Apple wants to make Twitter not part of its Apple store or whatever, which, you know, it's like, why are so many people uh, glued to the idea of a platform like an Apple iPod or whatever, iPhone, whatever, Mm -hmm. that the company you bought it from gets to be the filter to decide what apps you're allowed to put on your computer. Right. I mean, Microsoft has a Microsoft store, but they don't ever try to, to make it so that you can only put Microsoft approved programs on your computer. Right. Uh, but you know, this, why do we accept that on our phones? I don't, I don't know, and that's why I've always hated iPhone. I always thought, why would anyone... You wouldn't buy a car with the hood welded shut. Yeah, You know, it's silly. But people did buy it, and I I don't quite understand the phenomenon. Because I I have an iPhone. It it happens to be what my boss gave me. And so I'm used to it, and, and I guess... If I had to get another phone, I'm not sure what I would do. I might actually get an iPhone. I don't know. But maybe because for the 99% of what you do with it, it just works. Yeah, I only use it for those things, you know? I don't spend a whole lot of time using it for other things, but I probably would if I could. For example, I can't... It's a real pain in the butt to put music on this thing. On the... On the iPhone. On the iPhone? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's terrible. And I, usually it's... I give up. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. like, all right, forget it. And I used to be able to it's... put books on it real easily, but that gets harder mm-hmm. and harder. And I kind of gave wow. up on that too. Yeah, you can't just put files on it the way you, like on an Android phone, you just hook to your computer. It attaches as a USB device, almost like a thumb drive, and you can move files back and forth. That's... You can't do that with Apple. I think... I think this is where, this is why Apple got popular. Because there are people who, no matter how many times you explain it to them, and we've both experienced this because we're the guy people call when they have problems, cannot understand the idea of a file system. Yeah. They just don't get it. And you'll say... So Apple gets rid of it and says... You don't have You just have to use iTunes. Yeah. And, and then everything goes on there. I mean, it's like once a week almost. Somebody says, oh, I saved it. Where'd you save it? In Microsoft Word? No, you, you didn't save it in Microsoft Word. You, you saved Where it did Microsoft you save Word. the file? And then I used to, I used to go into explanations. I, I would, no matter how, you know, because people really just want me to get their file up. But yeah, see, I, going to the exp- after enough blank faces, you realize they don't care to understand. Right, it. because I used to spend time. I would say, "Look, this is a file system." I explain file systems to them, and after a half hour, they're like, "So where's my document?" I'm like, "I don't know. You have to find it. It's in the file system. It's in your file system somewhere." Ah. <laughs> uh. And then I it's realized, like, yeah, people don't want to know. They it's don't like care. you've got this filing cabinet, and it's like, well, I saved it. So, well, where'd you save it? With my pen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's So I think that's why 
Apple exists. That could be. Yeah, that's that's uh, quite possible. And it's frustrating. It's still annoying that they that they curate what you're allowed to put on your phone, though. Right. Yeah. And it's just, I guess, I mean, that's either way. They do exist, and they are big. Musk mm-hmm. is saying, you know, so he buys Twitter, and he did revoke the COVID misleading information policy, which is. Yep. We know what that is. That's huge. Um, he also supposedly. reinstituted Trump's account, even though I don't think Trump I don't is using it. I think he it. did. I think he Are did. Are you sure? He, he opened it back up, but Trump's not using it. Okay, wait a minute. we got to check on this, because I don't think he did. Check, check that, because that's what I heard. Might have just been a rumor. Uh, Elon Musk reinstates Trump's Twitter account. Okay, I didn't think he was going to. But Trump Trump's not using it anyway, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Trump has his own stuff going on now. Right. But I think Elon Musk at least wanted to, you know, it's kind of like when you posthumously absolve, you know, exonerate somebody Mm -hmm. of a crime. It's like, well, okay, it doesn't really matter, but at least the record is straight now. It's that kind of a thing. Yeah. But you know who didn't get reinstated? No. Who's that? I didn't know who got kicked off. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. And that, and I think, is a much bigger deal to me. Yeah. It, but I, at the same time, even if he is serious about this, um, there's no way that he feels like Alex Jones shouldn't have a Twitter account. That can't be it. He can't care that much. But it could no, be. No, I think he. He. I mean. I don't think, even though it shows you and I see the Alex Jones ban as a bigger deal, I don't think that's as nearly, it's not nearly as um, popularly discussed as yeah. Trump being banned. Right. Well, and it's not just Alex Jones, but but I think all the, 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 uh, the personalities at InfoWars, I don't think mm-hmm. any of them were reinstated or will be reinstated. And he specifically said, no, I will not reinstate Alex Jones. Oh, okay. That, that makes me think maybe he's not really serious about it at the same time. um, Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to be serious about, yeah, this is a free speech platform. You'd reinstate Alex Jones. Yeah. It's not like he said things that are obscene or anything. It's like a, uh, that is a good bar to set. That's like, that's the threshold. You you do that and then it's okay. Now you're serious about free speech. But it might be that that would have been the tipping point for Apple banning the app. Could be. But Elon Musk has already said, hey, if they try to do that, I'm going to go to war with Apple. All right. Are you going to put your money where your mouth is? Or are right. you just showboating? Is this Is this another... You know, I think it's showboat. I think if, of a, if of he a, was serious about you're, it, you're he the shirtless would guy on the beach with the line that that you're daring the other one to cross. If both of you are dancing around, neither one's going to do anything. Yeah. So, I don't. You know, I guess I don't. I guess we'll see. Um, okay. At least he's not banning for uh, medical misinformation, which. Apparently, YouTube is. 
<laughs> yeah. um, and I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Now, DeSantis is slamming Apple for threatening Twitter and saying that Congress ought to step in. Mm. I think I don't see that as being a congressional thing. I mean, why? Why are so many people so eager for the government to get involved in every corporate squabble? Right. But the problem is that uh, Congress already has gotten involved and already gave a lot of these companies free passes on things that they shouldn't have. Yeah, that's true. And and we go back and forth on that. And the whole the problem what is what they ought to do is roll back their involvement. Right. Let Apple make these decisions and uh, let them pay the consequences for these decisions. But that can only work if if people are allowed to sue Apple or other uh, apps or or some of the apps or whoever. Platforms. Yeah. All the platforms. The, the, the platforms. If people that's, can sue and, and that's platforms, the big thing. It's like, this all changes. The the whole the the whole idea was supposed to be that the reason you can't be sued is because you're not curating the information. The information is being provided by the users. Right. So the platform can't be sued. Well, as soon as the the platform starts, whether by using algorithms or anything else, starts curating the information, like like YouTube has with us. Right. <laughs> That's when that argument doesn't work anymore, and I, and I now you're I think that's, now you're a publisher. That's that's the congressional action that ought to be taken. Is that hey, it's either completely uncurated, or you're subject to lawsuits and copyright infringement suits and stuff like that. Right. One or the other. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I don't. You know, it's like people say things. I like DeSantis, but. Um, I just and again, it could just be posturing on his part. I mean, it's it's like okay, what you know? It's like when your only tool's a hammer, yeah. the whole world is a nail. Yeah. Well, DeSantis is a politician. His hammer is government action. That's the only thing he knows. Unlike, for example, Trump. He's a politician. Yeah. Trump is not. Right. So, I Elon don't know. Musk is not. Elon Musk is not. I would like to see. Elon Musk, if... I don't know why Elon Musk wouldn't just go ahead and do doesn't, this anyway. Doesn't try to dabble a little bit in politics? <laughs> no. Why he doesn't go ahead and go to war with Apple anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, yeah. I mean, if he can do the car, which was so unsuccessful, it's laughable. Mm-hmm. Um, and walk out of that still being called a success, he could do anything. Yeah. I mean, he's still praised for giving us the affordable electric car, which isn't affordable at all. (laughs) And it also sucks. It's it's got its problem. But you know what? You go around, you see Tesla stores still. You do see them. I mean, but those are still being held up by the government. So, yeah. Show me when a company can make a car and sell it for a reasonable price without... The government pouring millions of dollars into it. Yeah, to me, that's, that's that'll be the true success story. When there's a Ford for, you know, how many? What, yeah. what did Ford he start Ford selling them for? In, like $500 right. or something like that. 
You know, he oh, made yeah, it available. The, first ones. the people mm-hmm. putting his cars together ought to be able to afford the product. That was his thinking. Yeah. So I'm going to make a car, and the people making the car are going to make enough money that they can afford to buy the car. I mean, it was a good concept. <laughs> it was it was a good yeah. way of thinking of it. Of course, that's not what Ford is anymore. No. But they were the one American company to not accept the government uh, handouts back in, um, oh gosh, what was it, 08 or... Oh yeah, when whatever. GM Remember? got bought out by the, the government, the big, and it was like... The big bailouts yeah. of the auto industry, Ford was the one American car company to not accept the money. That's right, I so remember you, that. you, you got to hand them a little bit of respect for that. Right. Um Let's see. I, I guess I, I don't have too much more to say on in the way of all this uh, canceling and banning and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we info just, shenanigans. Yeah, it is what it is. I don't care. But I will say that, you know, because some other channels are real careful about this. You know, they won't mm-hmm. they won't say the COVID word and they make up all these code words. So that yeah, they don't get banned. Bug, and I vaccine, do, stuff like that. From the start, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. If they want to yeah. ban me, ban me. So what? Of course, the thing is, to us, this is just a hobby, you know? <laughs> I mean, some of these guys make their money they, by yeah, being seen. Yeah, it's kind of their, their, their livelihood. Yeah, it's a shame that I guess I can see... I guess I can see bending to it, but to me, you know... It's nice that we don't have to feel like we have to. Right. And I don't know if there's a way that these other people could get to that point. Because, you know, another thing going on this week are these uh, protests in China. Oh, yeah. Which is a big deal. You know, I, I didn't even know about it. I was sitting here... I was sitting here just doing stuff, and Sam said, hey, did you hear about the protests in Shanghai? I was like, no. And he said, there's all these protests going on all over China, over their zero COVID policy. And Yeah, trying to lock everybody down. I just, like immediately, my response was, oh, that's a shame. Because you know what's going to happen, you know? And he said, why? I said, because look up Tiananmen Square. Yeah, and that's what you think of immediately when you hear China protests. Yeah. Because you know that if if it doesn't stop on its own, that's what's going to happen. That's where it end up. And it's a shame. And it, all these and, people are uh, going to die. Took, what, a couple months before the government finally just came in and... Yeah, I think it was two months. The crowd? Yeah. Yeah. And... Now, this is widespread, so it, I, I don't know... Yeah, but... Okay, I... Um, Taylor Marshall had a... Uh, show today with a guy who knows pretty much about this uh, mm-hmm. and knows pretty much about China. I would, I would say listen to that because we're not going to, we're not going to say anything more than he has. But um, he said that the protests during that Tiananmen Square fiasco were widespread. They were going on in other cities. Oh, okay. we only know about that city. But I see. it's possible massacres occurred everywhere. 
Oh, right, right, right. It could have been much more than, than what, yeah. what we learned about. Information was much more tightly controlled than it is now because people have found ways to get around it with social media. It was easier to control then than it is now. Yeah. So I, the whole thing makes me sad and hopeful at the same time. Yeah. But this this leads right into... Um, Pope Francis and his abandonment of the Chinese people. Um, oh yeah, especially Cardinal Zen. Right, Cardinal Zen's the latest manifestation of this. But uh, Patrick Coffin, it was about a year or two ago, did an in-depth podcast about um, about the entire problem with China and the Vatican. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going to try to find that and link to it. Let me write a note here to tell me to do that. Okay. But, um, look, I, I don't even know how anyone in China can muster up enough energy to protest anything, especially Christians, especially Catholic Christians. Yeah, I mean, you know that they've got to be so. It's, it's the whole this whole papacy, this whole pontificate, has just been a, a a kick in the gut to them, and their morale has to be so low. And and these are people; these are martyrs. Yeah, and I know that when you martyred, you're doing it for the love of God. But if it's martyrdom, then it very specifically means that you're being killed out of hatred for the church. Yeah. That's what it means. And, and then here the church is turning its back on you. Yeah. So, it, I mean, yes, you're doing it for God, but if you're a martyr, you're dying out of hatred for the church. And the church that you love, that you're willing to die for, turns its back on you. I can't think of anything worse than that. Yeah, me neither. That's... That's, uh, I mean, it, like every other week, but those who are still up, willing I mean, just, to, to suffer that martyrdom, whether a martyrdom of death or just of persecution, uh, you know, their, their sufferings and their prayers, uh, are, you know, may, may be the be very thing that ends up pulling yeah. the church through, pulling the church back out of the, the moral quagmire that it's sunk into. And what we don't know. We don't really know how bad it is there. We don't no, know. We don't. we don't know how many Catholics are really there and how many have already suffered. Um, it could be as bad as the Age of Martyrs. Yeah. And it, there could be just as many heroes and saints and even miracles concerning this. We just the don't know. The problem is in the Age of Martyrs, Here's here's the difficulty for the people, the martyrs in China right now. Um, in the age of martyrs, the officials who were persecuting the church did not understand the dynamic of martyrdom. They didn't understand the social aspect of seeing other people suffer and die for something and how that inspired other people to do the same, how that, that whole idea of witnessing would continue to spread right. 
Christianity like a fire. Today, in China, the Chinese officials know that. So whereas the, the, the Roman persecutors of the church, they thought that they wanted to make an example of the Christians they were killing. And so they, they did it very publicly. Right. But in China, they understand that that would only fuel Christian fervor, especially among those people who are the, the kind of people to be willing to die for something. And so not only are they persecuting, but they're doing it in a way where they're trying to conceal it and yeah. not do it publicly. So those who are who are suffering that martyrdom, it's in many ways an invisible martyrdom, which is even worse than than the martyrs of the early church. Right. Yeah. It's in in some ways. It's incredibly sad. And it's one of those things that if you sit there and think about it too much, you get frustrated and angry uh, and depressed. And it's like, I I don't even know where to turn with that other than um, you're right. Maybe that is our lifeline. You know, when when Russia set out against Christianity, specifically Catholicism, um, it didn't. It didn't seem to matter a whole lot. You know, communism won in Russia mm-hmm. because I guess you could say there weren't that many Christians there anyway, as a, or at least not that many Catholics. Yeah, I, I mean, I really don't know. I think about I that, that sometimes because it's like, if if there were a lot there, then they wouldn't have won so easily. But obviously, they're not winning in China. Yeah, I mean, it continues, and people pour light on it here and there. But there are still Christians. There are still Catholics in China. Yeah, they haven't real Catholics, been underground Catholics, not right. not not official Catholics. <laughs> and it could be one million just as easily as it could be three hundred million. Yeah. You know, we just yeah, don't I mean, know. Gosh, yeah, with over a billion people in China, it yeah, it could be. So, but it just seems like, look, as many, we know that there are a lot of people being either jailed or killed over this. Um, in the afterlife, I would hate to have to be the Pope to face them people after turning your back <laughs> on them. That's true. That's true. And this is kind of one of the things that when you, when we're witnessing this stuff and we're witnessing a lot right now, um, it stinks because a lot of these people are never going to, people like, uh, the murderer, Mike DeWine or mm-hmm. Fauci. They're not going to get justice. They're going to go through their life and never have to pay for the people they killed. Um, and Pope Francis is never going to have to pay for the Catholics he abandoned. And so you sit right. back in, in and this you, life. in this life, you sit back and you rely on God's justice. But you can't just do that either. You know, you have to be of a mindset that, that we're hoping for actually. Their conversion, even if it's a last-minute conversion, so that yeah. Mike DeWine can kill a bunch of people and then on his deathbed uh, regret that and and uh, repent and then in, and then be in heaven. And that's hard to hope. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't. Yeah, that's that's when when you're you know when there, you see things in the world that you think okay, you know that there's not going to be a balance of uh, of justice in this life, and so you think okay, I've got to rely on God's justice. But then, in that very same breath, you have to hope for God's mercy for that yeah, person. That's tough. That's that's really hard. And um, you know because I. If I sit and think about the tortures of hell long enough, then I can start to think, yeah, okay, these people need to be saved. But other than that, I think about people like Pope Francis, what he's done, not just to China, but to the whole church and the way he's suppressing the Latin mass. And I think Mm -hmm. about the murderer Mike DeWine and the law, the, the executive acts that he passed and ended up killing people and I think I, I don't I don't want to see him in heaven. I I just don't want to see him there. I don't think he should be in heaven. But again you have to that's not how you can be um Yeah, you you've got to hope for the eventual conversion of everybody, of each person. And uh we have to hope for the eventual conversion of uh Pope Francis to Catholicism. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Seems weird to say it that way, yeah. but yes, we have to hope for the conversion of the Pope. Pray for the Pope's conversion. Was it? Did you just disappear? No. I'm Are here. you there? Something, I think I'm about to lose my... Uh, battery? Battery on my headphones. Yeah. I'm going to turn this on, and I've been charging this. Let's see if this one works. Let's see if it... um, okay, so we were talking about... Got to pray Pope for Francis. the... Yeah. Version of Pope Francis. Gotta hope for the mercy of God on those that we would on on first blush like to see go to hell. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, you know, the Vatican is ch- accusing China of violating the secret deal, violating the secret deal by installing well, unapproved bishops. Did they which, think China was going to abide by anything? I know it's so dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's just, this This goes back to you had to be stupid if you thought you were going to make a deal with China. Yeah, and I don't think they did. I think it's just what happened is uh, somebody who wouldn't shut up found out that they had installed a bishop that hadn't been approved and oh, is making a big deal of it. And I think that's probably what happened. There's Pope no Francis way... ended up shutting that person up. Yeah, he's not going to shut the bishop down he's going to shut the complainer down yeah uh like you did zen um speaking of which zen ended up not going to jail cardinal zen right uh he was just given a fine um most people are thinking china just didn't want to make a uh martyr out of him because as we just said china Mm -hmm. understands martyrdom and they don't want martyrs they just want people to behave and Zen Cardinal Zen is is well known already. It's it, they can't like quietly disappear him into a jail. Yeah, because everybody knows him. Uh, but they can bring this trial with trumped up charges in order to send the message: we can get to you no matter what. Yeah. So that those who would those who would keep their mouths shut out of fear now have a reason to do so. Yeah. Speaking of Pope Francis. I don't know. He, I, I can't even remember what it was. He, I, I saw it on uh, LifeSite News. Um, yeah, first of all, 
he's oh, about the abortion thing. Yeah, he he's uh, now I can't find it where I where I had it before. Anyway, he I I heard the uh, I heard him say it. He said something like um, he called abortion the killing of a human being. Which yeah, is somebody correct. asked. A, <laughs> It's like they, they asked about the overturn of Roe v. Wade, and I forget exactly what the question was. That was like the context. And I forget what the question was. And he gave this answer about... Yeah, this well, is in America Magazine. You know, yeah, we, we know that by, you know, within a month of of life, we have all the, the basic rudiments of the working organs and everything. This is a This is a living human being. I do not say a person because that's under debate or something really stupid like that. that Therefore, there is a human being. I do not say a person because this is debated, but a living human being. Okay, that's got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and like you said earlier before we started recording, that's the same argument for slavery. Yeah. It's debated whether black people are persons or not, so we can go ahead and enslave them. I don't don't call them a person because that's debated. Yeah, I just don't uh, think you should enslave he, he human well beings. That. I, yeah, but that's but well, we won't call we won't go so far as to say they're a person because that's debated. The thing is that if you're going to talk about personhood, maybe there is room for debate within the scientific community uh, as far as what exactly is a person because I don't think it's really been defined. But there is no room for debate. In the Catholic Church, yeah, and I would say within the scientific community, it's a dumb question anyway, because personhood right. is a metaphysical part of a metaphysical ontology, not a scientific right. one anyway. Yeah, so the but, science tells us human being, and our knowledge of both metaphysics and our faith, our Christian faith, tells us therefore. Person, right, and not just person. I mean, and, and and first of all, he was talking about one that's one month old, but yeah, we know this to be a fact. For if it's a day old, a day old, <laughs> an, an hour, hour old, old. <laughs> it is a person, and I don't think that people think. I okay, this is an unpopular subject, but it's something you really have to think about. This person is capable of going to heaven or hell. Not yeah. Let's let's even put take the word capable out. This is a person. As soon as you have a a fully conceived cell, you now have a person who will exist forever in either heaven or hell. Yeah. Period. This is important. This isn't something you should just wave off and say, "Wow, person." I, I, no. Heaven or hell? Eternity. The yeah, same way... This, this person has a destiny, and it will end up in one place or, or the other eternally now. The same way that we cannot hope for the damnation of these terrible politicians like the murderer Mike DeWine or Pope Francis, uh, and we have to pray for them so that they don't go to hell, that has special consideration has to be given here. To the babies who have not been baptized. We don't know where they go. I mean, we know that they aren't tormented eternally, but we don't know that they go to heaven. 
right. limbo is still a theologically viable option within the body of Catholic teaching. Yeah, and it's... And <laughs> I notice how you called Pope Francis a politician. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, because he's acting like one. I, I meant to say politician or religious leader, but yeah. he... Uh, it's just... It seems so odd for any Catholic, certainly a Catholic leader, to talk this way and just stupid. Yeah. He puts so much time and energy into things like the brotherhood of men and climate change and things that he obviously knows nothing about, but... And he won't call a baby a person. Yeah. Which he ought to know rock solid as a Catholic leader. Yeah, this should never be questioned. Whether other people debate on it or not, he should not. He should know. And he doesn't seem to. Um, it's just... This is so bad. It's like talking about the moon show. And I note, I do not say the moon landing because this is debated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, well... The, well, like talking about the globe... Uh, notice I don't say the earth because the round, I don't know. I was going to make yeah, a flat earth reference. But I, I, knew, I, knew, I knew where you were trying to go with that. Thing. I didn't land it very well. <laughs> if I could have thought of, of a quick one, I would have done that one too. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, and again, it's sad that we have a Pope like this, uh, who also, there's all, he keeps, he keeps delaying the end of this synod on synodality and, because he's not getting the result he wants? <laughs> I don't know where he is, and he's not ready to share it yet. I wonder if he's yeah, hoping I that... Do. I wonder if he's hoping to be dead before it happens. Well, you know, I have a theory about that. I'll, 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 in fact, it's, I'm going to use it as my opening nonsense when we get to that part. Okay. Are we going to do... I mean, we're kind of doing current events during this talk. I guess we'll probably have a few items to talk about. Yeah, I've got... There's a okay. bunch here. I didn't get a whole lot of regular news, but I got a bunch of stuff from LifeSite News. Oh, okay. Um, and I think... Uh, I think we've talked about... I was going to talk about um, YouTube and Twitter, and then about Pope Francis with these two things that he's doing. Right. And then, And then that was going to be it. So I guess I guess we're about ready for news, unless you've got anything to say on these subjects that we haven't said. No, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say on the Pope Francis front, but I, what haven't we said before? I mean, it's just more of the same with this guy. Yeah, and I don't... The Supreme Court of the United Kingdom unanimously denied the Scottish government their right to hold a, a referendum on Scottish independence from the UK without their approval. So I guess Scottish people want to have an election to see if, if they should claim independence from UK. The UK Supreme Court said, no, you can't have that election. <laughs> you need our permission to have that have that. On your ballot. Yeah. That's kind of what they did to America, and we were like, what? Screw you guys. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Scotland, uh, take a note. This is how <laughs> you the do Americans. it. That's the only way. That's how you do it. You just say, guess what? We're independent. 
<laughs> and then you got to fight a little war. That's right. And then you turn into this giant government that eats up everything. Yeah, that, that's the thing. You got to you got to have a plan, or at least be willing. You know, you, you got to put something in place if you're going to kick out a government. Yeah, you got to have. And something we did. There. We, we had did. a good system. It's just been you know abused, it's and, kind of fallen by the yeah. wayside. Yeah. So. The government, speaking of UK, the government of the UK ordered all its departments to remove uh, closed-circuit television systems that were manufactured by companies that are under China's national intelligence law. Huh. So interesting. Because that is interesting. probably because they don't trust them. Yeah. Because I mean, closed-circuit anymore. I don't think it's what you know. Closed-circuit used to be. You know, you go into these, you have wired, um, you know, coax cables go into yeah. the patch panels and, and, and you know, into and a, it didn't go a switch outside. box and stuff like that. But I think they're all IP-based now. And, yeah, I think and they are. so I can see what's like, yeah, if these things were manufactured by companies who, are, you know, through whatever relationship they have with China, have to follow their national um, security standards, well, that means... That you're part of China's spying force. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Even if even if it is wired, it's it would be nowadays controlled by computers instead of by a tape, and mm-hmm. um, that could be stored and then downloaded by someone on the inside. Even if it oh, was right, closed right. circuit. If, if the server um, storage system is is was developed by China or whatever. Yeah, right. and they could have a guy come in once so, a month and well, plug in a USB and steal it. That's a smart move. Yeah. Uh, the lower house of Russian parliament in the state of Duma passes a bill banning all instances of LGBT propaganda. Huh, wow. I guess they're serious about this. So Okay. That's... We could take a lesson there. Like, yeah, that's it's uh, weird taking a lesson from Russia. From Russia, people. I know. <laughs> okay, that's that's a good one. <clears throat> uh, speaking of Russia, they have walked away from uh, talks of denuclearization with Biden. So oh. Russia pulls out of the nuclear weapons talks with Biden administration, uh, talking because of. The stuff going on in Ukraine. In Ukraine, yeah, of course. But this isn't like a new thing. We're, I'm talking about the old uh, Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty. Oh, the the uh, the talks that that Carter started. Yeah. So, or were they were they even started before Carter? I don't know, but all I know is why I didn't, I'm surprised that people even consider these talks to be relevant or important. I, yeah. I, as if anyone really followed anything that was said. You know what I mean? It's like, this is lip service, and it's always been lip service. Is mm-hmm. there anyone who thinks it wasn't lip service? Yeah. On our especially, end or their end? Especially on Russia's end. I mean, yeah. okay, yeah, the United States government, we know they're a bunch of liars too, but yeah. I, I think... In some ways, they're neophytes to that compared to the communist, the old guard communist regime in Russia. Yeah. So Russia's been at it for a long time. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Hundreds of protesters call. Oh, we talked about Shanghai. Um, mm-hmm. Mauna Loa, the world's largest active vac- uh, volcano in Hawaii, uh, erupts for the first time since 1984. Oh, okay. Uh, most there of it is ash right now. Or is I it- think. Oh, okay. There's a there's an ash advisory in China, uh, but I don't oh, know from winds carrying. I over, guess so. Yeah, that would make sense. Can you imagine living on an active volcano? I mean, if you live on <laughs> Hawaii, that's you're it's living on an active vo- volcano. Volcanic. That's, yeah, yeah, just living there, going about your day. Oh yeah, I feel I feel the volcano erupting today. That'd be scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So there's a historic church in Chicago. This is St. Adalbert's Catholic Church in Chicago. Uh, so they're selling the church. One of the things that happened is the people have the people in that diocese or uh, parish. They're trying to keep them from tearing the church down and selling it. Mm-hmm. And then the the church, I don't know if they sold a Pieta statue or gave it away, but they were going to move it. And they were removing okay. it. I guess like five people kind of tried to form a barrier around it to save it. To and block it. Okay. Yeah, they got went to jail. I don't, well, they were oh. arrested. They probably just let them go. But I think it's being moved to an active church. So I don't know why they would... Oh, so it's not... Okay. It's not yeah, like they're going to throw it away or give it to unless a museum. It was, unless it was like they seized on it as as like symbolic of tearing their parish down. That could be. Because, get this, it looks like the church is going to be sold to uh, a, a, a... like theater called the Temple House, which is going to be, I think it's actually called the Profane Temple House. It's going to be a sleazy place uh, where they had a a lot of sleazy type programs. Uh, Lewd. Well, that's disappointing. Why would they do that? Lewd performances. I don't know. Yeah, okay. That's that's Chicago for I mean, that's that's Cupich. This is Cupich. It stinks. You know, speaking of Chicago, there's another uh, Illinois bishop. Let me see if I can find this one. This is Bishop Thomas Paprocki. He has a new role in the bishops' conference, and he—he's kind of a—he's—he's he's known to be a conservative and a loud and courageous one, and okay. he is going to be. The guy going out was a pro-gay bishop, Albert uh, Alfred Schlert of Allentown, Pennsylvania. So that was okay. the old guy. The new guy is supposed to be good. I, I hear a lot of people acting like there's some kind of hope for the USCCB. I, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, we know that a lot of American bishops are just yeah. worthless, though. So Yeah. And, so and they've it's got, still a political game. They've got one bishop in kind of a somewhat important uh, role, but come on. These people have let us down so many times, and they're going to continue to do that, and that stinks. Um, 
I, it's gotten to where I, it stinks because we've gotten an automatic uh, to where we automatically suspect any higher ups in our own church. Mm-hmm. Like that used to yeah. be. Oh, he's a bishop. Well, he's probably a good. Oh guy, yeah, the, you know? okay, yeah. That, that was the 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 sort of automatic opinion. But now you hear, oh, he's a bishop. Well, until he proves himself otherwise, he's probably a uh, both a creep and a coward. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't have a whole lot of hope there. Um. Okay. Let's see. There's. Okay, uh, Justin Trudeau was going through some some uh, trials concerning what he did during the uh, Freedom Convoy and what he did to end it. Um, it, it really came to nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he was called out on a whole lot of things, but nothing ever came of that. He was the Emergency Act Inquiry Advisor says that freezing uh, Freedom Convoy bank accounts was justified. And I think that's hmm. going to be the end of it. Wow. Um, it is Canada, after all. Yeah. A lot of stuff's going on in Canada. Uh, I mean, Canada's been wacky for a while. Yeah. For several decades. But I mean, this week, there's a lot of things going on. Oh, okay. The uh, Canadian school board was going to vote on whether or not to mandate the masks. But some parents protested, and they decided to postpone the vote. And then <laughs> later, uh, and I think, I think this is in Alberta. No, I'm sorry, it's in Ottawa. Um, well, meanwhile, in Alberta, they banned mask mandates. Oh, okay. Completely. So, good that's them. good. Yeah. Uh, also, in, there's a. I, I don't know why there's something. I don't know if somebody tried to pass a law concerning uh, assisted suicide, but there's kind of a lot of noise in that direction. Uh, there was a Catholic parish in Quebec that held a seminar that was a pro euthanasia se- seminar. Oh, wow. That's. This is. Uh, St. Simon Church in Quebec. And I, that's like, wow, that's diabolical. Yeah. And for a Catholic parish to host something like that. Yeah. Now, um, a Canadian VA worker said that one of the, uh, I don't know if it was a, let's see, one of the doctors, but a lot of the veterans there are being advised that assisted suicide might be a good out. Oh my gosh. And then, I guess there's a retailer, Simons, glamorizes assisted suicide as the most beautiful exit. But I don't know, what do they do? Sell the suicide kit or something? I I have a feeling it's more like you, you go to a doctor and they put you on a bed and, and hook you up to some, some kind of chemical drip that's supposed to put you to sleep and you don't wake up. But this is a clothes reseller. Why are they even talking about assisted suicide? Clothing. Clothes retailer? Yeah. That's weird. Because, I don't know. And then, um, there were some reports from Hospice Society saying that 
the assisted suicide rate could be much higher than what is being reported. I guess the idea is there. Oh, they're kind of a like lot of doctors are kinda. I, I guess what they're saying is a lot of doctors do it anyway. Oh, okay. Without reporting it, so there are government numbers saying this is how often uh, assisted suicide works, and hospice is saying it's much higher than that because people don't report it. Under reporting, yeah. And also, I mean, even here in America, they don't call it assisted suicide. You go on hospice, and then they give you a morphine drip that will keep you oblivious to what's going on, but. I mean, they don't call that suicide, but what else is it? Well, they they, they do, but that's not like automatic in hospice, because a lot of people will be in hospice for several weeks, fully aware, awake, talking to the, the family members that come around to visit them. Hospice is just a place where they don't go to certain you know what 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 the church labels extraordinary means but you know right. i know that the, the word itself is debatable but they don't take those extra measures to keep you alive but at, at some point you know with certain kinds of diseases your pain grows to a point where it's like okay in order to put the pain at what would you know what somebody thinks is a manageable level you have to keep a certain amount of, of whatever, morphine mm-hmm. or some kind of pain reliever or whatever, and and then they kind of drift into that state, like you said, where you just you're, you kind of stay asleep until you die. But the morphine isn't actively killing you. Yeah. With assisted suicide, um, I think the doctors administer drugs that actively kill you. Yeah, I know. Or you take measures that actively kill you yourself, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I have not had to deal with a lot of those questions, but I talk to people who, who have been in the middle of the conversation about what are we going to do? And I've heard that hospice kind of pushes for the morphine drip as soon as possible and uh, pushes for it to the point where um, it does actually start to do things to you medically other than putting you to sleep. And that could be. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know too much about it, but right now there's I've got like six, seven, eight stories here about assisted suicide in Canada. So, I don't know if they just recently passed a bill, but uh, people are talking about it a lot. Um, So, I guess The Guardian put out an article where it said something to the extent, like, this is what an aborted... This is what happens in an abortion of someone, um, I think they said 10 weeks old, uh huh, and they just showed so, like a glob of tissue there, and it's like, what? That is not a ten-week-old fetus. What they showed was, it's okay. Here's the, here's the headline: What a pregnancy actually looks like before ten weeks in pictures. But 
they didn't show what an abortion looks like at 10 weeks. They didn't oh. show the actual embryo. They just showed uh-huh. the tissue other than the embryo. So, I see. Okay. Uh, what happened is parents who had had miscarriages at 10 weeks. They, yeah, started, they know there's a baby yeah, there. They started posting pictures on, on I guess it's oh, Twitter and stuff of their like miscarriages? That. Yeah. So wow, it's that like, must no, have no, been no, no, heart wrenching no. for them to do. Right. But, wow. I, this yeah. is what a 10 week old baby looks like. And oh my. to act like uh, it's anything else is stupid. Yeah. So good for those parents. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that tough, must have been a tough hard. thing to do. But it's Man. like, uh, Georgia's Supreme Court reinstates the six week abortion ban. So that's cool. Okay. So that's uh, banned after six weeks? I, I'm assuming that's what Is that, that what means. they mean? I assume. Um, Which by the time... That's... See, it's six weeks by the time I think a woman usually knows she's pregnant. Yeah, that's the good thing about that. Um, it, it almost bans abortion. Yeah. It's it's like, I guess it... I guess that still leaves a, the ability to sell things like the morning after pill and stuff like that, unfortunately. Yeah. But speaking of the morning after pill... Okay, in in Kansas, they had passed a law that banned telemedicine prescribing abortion pills. Okay. But the Kansas courts blocked the law. Uh-oh. But it, it was a state law, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, why... The Shawnee County District Court... No, it's Shawnee, Shawnee County, County District. District Court? How could a Kansas District Court... Issue a ruling. Oh, it is a Kansas law. Okay. So in Kansas, they did try to hold a vote that would remove the right to abortion from the state's constitution. Oh, that a, a referendum, basically a constitutional yeah. referendum in the state. Okay. Which, yeah. That's... And it failed. Oh, that's too bad. So they were unable to remove it as a state right. But there was a law that banned telemedicine uh, so prescribing abortion pills. And okay, it's in reference that, to that. And so it's the, that it's was the state constitutional right that the judge is probably referring to to block the law. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. So... A group of doctors, prominent doctors, are launching a lawsuit against the FDA over the suppression of ivermectin to treat COVID. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. I hope that goes somewhere. Yeah, me too. Um, do you remember the during the Freedom Convoy, there was a picture of a guy flying a Nazi flag? No. And like in one of the trucks? I don't know. It was a group... In, in throughout all the protests, there was a guy flying a Nazi flag. Okay, no, and, I don't remember this. You know, a lot of people said, well, that's that's a leftist plant, you know. Mm-hmm. And which is reasonable because they do do things yeah, like that. Yeah, they do that kind of stuff, right. But finally, this guy was identified and the story comes out in the court. Uh-huh. Um, what happened is a guy was flying it. And another guy came over to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he, as soon as he started talking to him, he took the flag and stuffed it in his jacket. And he said, this is what 
this is the kind of flag we would use if Trudeau keeps keeps suppressing freedom. And then behind him were a gr- bunch of other guys who had dressed up like Nazis, but there there was like a mixture of a of a they were like. Okay, they were so trying to these, present... these were guys who were saying this, this, this Nazi tableau is the kind of government Trudeau is trying to give you. Right. That's, That's what, what that the, was. the whole thing was. Okay, okay, makes sense. It, it was a gr- small group of guys who, I, I don't think they realized what that would look like. If somebody took a picture of it and they would say, look, these guys are Nazis, hey, what, you know, what, Nazi flags. Yeah, that's so, okay. I get it. That's kind of like, it's kind of like, a, you know, in fact, it was even just today, for some reason, I was thinking about that. Um, like, what if we, what if we just like somebody with a bunch of money privately went and bought a bunch of like billboard ads, you know, the, the billboards out on the streets and in, in cities, especially big population areas and stuff. That just said things like, want more crime? Vote Democrat. Yeah. Want irresponsible government? Vote Democrat. Stuff like that. Just, you know, like, like yeah. made to look real nice, almost as though it's being actually, you know, done by Democrats. Hey, yeah, hey, vote for us. We'll give you more crime. You know, stuff like that. Right. But it's, it's in that vein that they were doing this. Yeah. Want Nazis? Stick with Trudeau. So... I don't know. All right. It's a shame well, that all that happened, that but um, yeah. yeah, the way it happened. But anyway, um, so there's a group of doctors warning against the RSV vaccines that I guess they haven't even made them yet. They're still developing it, but they've got these RSV vaccines. And now some people are experts are actually warning against those vaccines. What's RSV? Respiratory syncytial virus. Okay. S Y N C Y T I A L. I don't know okay. how to say that. Um, but I, I mean, that whole thing is kind of scary. And I, I remember Buddy was the one who had it, and mm-hmm. we ended up in the hospital for a couple, uh, for a week maybe. Do you remember? Um, did they? They gave him a IV, but that was about it, right? They didn't. Did they have him on oxygen? Yeah. He was. They did have like an oxygen mask, but it had to be a mask because it's not like he was a little baby. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was a scary thing. Yeah. But okay. I think they also gave him steroids to, you know, like to to get him to get him over that, and then he was fine. But it seems like people are talking about RSV more and more. I remember reports of kids dying. I don't remember exactly what the numbers were, though. Yeah, because when we went to the hospital, they had a room for us with a bunch of other people. And there were a bunch of other mothers there with their babies. All of them were RSV. And they were kind of like the way they tried to act like COVID would do. Mm-hmm. RSV did that to Children's Hospital for a little while. Oh, okay, okay. So it kind of was a. It, it was a big thing, a I remember. Yeah. Um, okay. And now they're talking about it again, but apparently they're making a vaccine for it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I got to wonder if it's really becoming a thing again, 
or if they're just trying to scare everyone into getting this into new vaccine. Getting... I, I don't know. It's I, 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 do, I trust the whole medical industry so little now that it it stinks that it has to be this way because I I okay when we had kids there were a few people who were saying don't vaccinate your kids very few mm-hmm. but that's when they started things with like the chickenpox vaccine and people like us were like why would I why would I vaccinate against chickenpox chickenpox yeah. is a is a week long itching disease who the hell cares yeah but you. you... And you get it as a kid, it can be dangerous if you get it as an adult, if you haven't had yeah. it as a kid. But other than that, yeah, everybody you has chicken it. Pox parties. it look, you go on. Yeah, that's right, exposure parties. Um, but it's, I don't know, were you around after, were you having babies when that came out? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you remember we, the bullying? I don't think we got the chicken pox for any of them. Okay, we got bullied a lot. Oh, I wow. think... For one of my kids, I gave into it. Mm-hmm. And it was, I can't remember why, but I finally said, all right, just give them the damn vaccine. But we fought every single doctor about this. And it huh. was nonstop. Every time we went to the doctor, we had to have a fight about it. Um, but now they're, they're coming up with all kinds of vaccines. And it's to the point where I'm starting to think... I, I'm starting to question all the vaccines. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the the, uh, the the Kennedy, Robert Kennedy out there is um, doing a lot to expose Fauci and the whole vaccine industry. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to, I, I, I think as a parent now, it's a much bigger question than when we had to face that question. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's more important now than it used to be. And I think parents now are going to have a much tougher decision to make on whether or not to vaccine, whether or not to vaccinate at all. Mm -hmm. Because I do know kids who are severely, uh, have severe autism and several of those parents insist that the child was normal until after they're, I think, like Certain six months after vaccination. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I don't... I don't know how I don't to gauge that in a pre-six-month-old, yeah. but... Yeah. Right. And I, I just... I don't know. I, If I was having kids right now, I don't know if I would vaccinate for anything. And hmm. I used to never be an anti-vaxxer. But yeah. COVID has turned me into one. <laughs> uh, the, what these... Uh, what these companies have done is just outrageous Mm -hmm. um so anyway the rsv vaccine is coming right now they're scaring all the parents about rsv because i know a couple parents who are being who won't let anyone touch their kid because they're scared of rsv so is this a a um is this a a a virus vaccine a, a dead or weak virus vaccine or is this one of those new rna style vaccines and the mrna type Um, so they had a vaccine targeting pregnant women, but in February they stopped clinical trials because of some safety signals, but they never told us what that is. Now they're moving forward again. 
okay. Uh, but but this is for adults. Technology of the I'm looking list. for the adults. Yeah, I, I'm looking for the... I don't think it is an RNA vaccine. Okay. mRNA. Because yeah. it was something that was... That they were trying and that they stopped clinical trials and now they're trying... They're doing clinical trials again. But right. it's for the same vaccine. So okay. I don't so think it's it is the same thing they had before. an mRNA. Yeah. I okay. think it's an old school one. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. Speaking of vaccines, there's a medical clinic opening in Italy specifically set up to treat people who are injured by the vaccine. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I bet a lot of stories are going to come out of there, mm-hmm. that and a lot of things we didn't know. Speaking of which, have you seen that movie, uh, that documentary? Suddenly, died suddenly. D- died suddenly. I have not seen the documentary. I listened to the interview of the two guys that created it with Timothy Gordon. Okay. And they said something on there that, um, like, really triggered a thought with me. That they didn't follow through on, but um, they were talking about these these weird, um, like fibery yeah. white stuff that's that they're pulling out of people. And the one guy who who had talked to some doctors and some researchers about it, you know, said that you know they don't quite still know what it is, but it appears to be. Uh, it's it's not blood. It's not a blood clot. It is organic. It's some kind of and the way he described it is some kind of protein that's misformed or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what triggered that thought for me. So, uh, I I read a little bit about prion. I mean, I know a little about about proteins and how mm-hmm. they work and how they're constructed. And I've read a little bit about what are called prions which are proteins that are folded the wrong way. So a protein is a long chain of amino acids and they're supposed to fold up a certain way. Like it's like like an origami, think yeah. of it like that. If you fold the origami right, you get a crane. If you fold it wrong, you get some kind of weird hot mess. Yeah. And proteins are like that. Now, there are some prions that occur naturally and are helpful and they um, they even help to like, like there are certain, uh, what, what would you call like transgenic traits that can be conveyed? I think, you know, via prions and stuff like that uh-huh. from generation to generation. They, I think they've established that in some plants and stuff like that. So, so some prions are both helpful and expected. This, this sort of alternate folding of proteins. Okay. But when the folding goes wrong, um, this is where, like, you've heard of mad cow disease, and and, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they talk about turning your brain into Swiss cheese. Well, what happens is you get these prions going on in your brain, and a prion protein molecule is kind of like cancer, except instead of at a cell level, it's at a molecule level. So it encourages other similar proteins around it to also fold wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's why it spreads and, and you get all these holes in your brain if it's in your happening in your brain. Well, um, so the, this guy that was interviewing Timothy Gordon, one of the, the makers of this movie, mentioned that it appears to be some kind of 
some kind of malformed protein. And that triggered something with me because you remember when when we were talking about how the mRNA virus works, it goes into your cells and it, it, it is the mRNA is the RNA sequence that codes a particular protein, a series of um, amino acids. Right. But it codes a, a protein that occurs on one spike of the virus. In other words, it codes for that protein outside of the context that that protein is normally being produced, which is in the context of a whole virus being created but now it's just coding that one protein outside of that context what if that is causing that protein to be able to sometimes get misfolded because it's outside of its normal context and then it starts encouraging other you know a replication of that and it turns into this fibrous mess in your blood yeah I mean that that's just one theory but it it makes perfect sense given everything that we've already covered about the the way the mRNA vaccine works. That's why I was asking about that other vaccine is it the mRNA technology or not? Okay. When you said I listened to the interview and then it triggered something, I thought you were going to tell me why you haven't watched the documentary. Oh, no, I want to watch the documentary. I okay. intend to at some point. <laughs> okay. I'm like, well, what does all this have to do with it? It's still a good documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty good one. Well, I encourage people to go watch it. I'm going to yeah. go watch it. <laughs> but but all I know so far is what I heard the guys talking about in that interview. And it's when he was talking about this fibrous stuff, it's like, oh, holy cow, that makes perfect sense now. Yeah. Um, let's see we've got um, I guess Disney produced this pro-gay movie and they launched it over the weekend over over Thanksgiving weekend and it it was a big flop it didn't make any money Um, people (laughs) are saying that maybe now companies specifically Disney will understand that uh, quote going woke means going broke I don't think I don't know if understand. I, yeah, I don't think they don't that care quite yet. I don't think they'll ever get it because these people, their entire lives, once they take over a company, it, they kind of don't care about the money. They'll run the company yeah. into the ground. Yeah, pushing the woke thing, and and companies as big as Disney that could take decades. Yeah, you know, but, especially if they keep extending copyright. <laughs> Yeah, tell me about it. They're living off uh, off of something Walt Disney himself created that that over a hundred years has, ago. They have no right to that stuff. It's insane. But let's, oh let's well. return to the original copyright terms of fourteen years plus fourteen years. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so an ex-trans woman launches a. lawsuit against the doctors who cut off her breasts. Oh, wow. I'm glad this is happening. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, mean, especially if you're talking about... Well, either way, if you're talking to a woman who doesn't like her body 
you're talking to a disturbed person, and yeah, that's not the time to go cutting them up. Yeah, but, but I really hope she wins because I want doctors to like, like take wake up and, and seriously. Well, it, it's not so much take people's health, but these trans doctors, because what they're doing is they're they're butchering children. Yeah, and that's I what I want to stop. I don't know if she was a child when it. I mean, I don't think though. she was. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying she was a child. I don't know. She, she might if, have been though. If if doing this surgery and then realizing that oh the person regrets it now. I might be subject to a lawsuit. Maybe they won't be so eager to do it to children. I would hope, but that's that's why I hope she wins. I don't care. Well, I just I care about the I kids. just can't imagine. It stinks that any woman would do such a thing anyway. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I yeah, I know. Look, I, it's, it's like it, if it, you're a woman, buyer's remorse. I I don't know what to say. The the female breast is probably the most beautiful thing that God created. Don't cut it off. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy talk. Um, that's all the news I got. All right. Well, I'm going to open before I, I, I've, I've only got a little bit of news. There wasn't, I didn't find much, even though it had been two weeks since our last podcast. <laughs> so I, I've got this theory. Um, it's not really a theory. I've got this what if scenario this thing that could be like a um a science fiction movie it could even be a science fiction series almost um but when you you, you were talking about you know pope francis maybe thinking that he was going to die before the synod was over and that it didn't happen and so he's extending it another year and that kind of stuff well th- there's a movie that i saw called face off with john travolta and Nicholas Cage and they captured bad guy and in order to get some kind of information that they needed from his um, associates that were in prison they decided to do this thing where they like took his face off put it in cold storage took the bad guy's face and put it on him and then he goes into prison He's really the cop, but he's got the face of the bad guy. Well, as you can imagine, things go sideways, and the real bad guy wakes up and manages to, at, at knife point, have the good guy's face put on him, and then things go like that. Okay, so yeah. that's the science fiction crime drama movie. So I got to thinking... You know, there's this whole thing. You remember that time when the Pope had to go into the hospital for something or other? I forget. Like, yeah. like he was in like for 72 hours for something that I think most people would have expected a 12-hour visit or something like that. Yeah, I remember. And, and now there's the synod thing, and I think, what? He's extending it another year? I didn't think he was going to be alive to see the end of that. I thought nobody expected him to live past the end of this year. But he could, and then he could live another year after that, another year after that. But what if, what if this, this Sankt Gallen Mafia group, whatever that, that, you know, that we hear people talk about and, and the Pope and, and his buddies and everything, what if they've figured out this way to do this extreme surgery on somebody's face to like every so often they pick, you know, every so many years they pick a guy, okay, you're going to be the new Pope Francis. Pope Francis goes into the hospital for 72 hours 
and then he comes back out. Okay, yeah, everybody has speculations that his health's failing and stuff, but in fact, it's a new guy who's just going to keep carrying on like Pope Francis. Well, Meanwhile, I'll the real original what. Pope Francis has has died like three hospital visits ago or something Have like that. Have you seen how fat he got over the past <laughs> year or two? I haven't been noticing. I don't really watch much, you know, in yeah, terms of he, videos kind of with him. But he's a lot bigger than he used to be. He used to okay, be kind of skinny. Well, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's not Pope Francis. Everybody says maybe that's not really uh, Pope Benedict, and they've got a lookalike for him, but maybe it's a lookalike for Pope Francis. Pope Francis, that's right, yeah. that's And and the thing is, if he's still hanging on 20 years from now, then we'll know it's true, but... Yeah. Man, this Pope is old. Yeah, what would you do to prove it? There's a Philip K. Dick story about a, a leader that is like that. Oh, uh, uh-huh. And he's, but he's been alive for like 300 years, and it's like, no, that's not the real guy. They they pick a new guy every, like, 50 years or whatever. And, oh, but okay. But it's always been the same leader. I can't remember what story that is, though. Huh. <laughs> I don't even know if it's a novel or a short story, because he wrote a lot of both. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's when they were talking about the Synod being extended. Somehow that just popped into my head face off. Well, they could just keep putting the Pope's face on a new guy. He keeps acting like the Pope. Meanwhile, the real Pope's been dead for, you know, six years or something. Yeah. <laughs> they just got to get someone who knows how to talk and act like him. Yeah. Anyway. So, I've got some stories. Uh, first, so, <laughs> this is kind of funny. Um, in Thailand, I guess, I, I don't know if this is a, annual thing or what but i guess they they have these uh what do you call them that the the word looks like macaque to me like the monkey yeah okay is that how you say it yeah macaque okay so they've got this town where these macaque monkeys are all over the place and it's kind of a it becomes a big tourist thing they bring out this this big like buffet of food and the macaque monkeys come and they eat and people look Did at you say them and china take pictures. or india thailand thailand that's in yeah. okay, uh, uh, yeah, as in like um, Bangkok. Yeah, it, I mean the this, okay. the town where they do this is is north of Bangkok, but uh, but yeah, Thailand. Okay. Um, so anyway, I guess the monkey festival um, just happened. They they have over like two thousand of these monkeys come and and get into this great big table of of. I guess multiple tables of food that they set out for them, yeah, so that people can can watch them and take pictures and stuff like that. Whatever. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. They've got this one picture of one like hanging on this woman. <laughs> do, you, do you never see pictures and videos of the macaques fighting? Which I think they do fairly they do. often. Yeah, and it's pretty vicious. It makes yeah, you like, think. But do they attack people or do they just fight with each other? They fight with each other. Well, they've got I mean, long they're, they're tails. Like, I mean, yeah. compared to their, their tails are as long as they are. Longer even. All right. So, I don't like cats. Um, I, there's hardly anything you could do to a cat that would make me feel sorry for a cat. This included, this doesn't make me feel sorry for the cat. But, somebody tried to snuggle, smuggle a cat in their luggage through JFK Airport 
uh, showed up in the X-ray machine. You can see it right there. It's a cat. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking about TSA workers. These guys That's are idiots. Like... These people are morons. Yeah. I would be embarrassed to have a TSA job because I've never seen one who looked like they had even a little bit of competency in any other industry. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. They're just all like that. I don't know what to say. If you're, I would be embarrassed to admit that I work for the TSA. But what <laughs> I don't understand: can't you take a pet on board? Why are uh, they trying to smuggle it in their luggage? I thought you could hold a cat. It says, Maybe "Oh, you dog. know what? This no, no, no. This was a uh, checked bag, I think, because it says they were." Um, they, they were paged. It? They were paged to return to the ticket counter after the cat wow. was found. What? What? Cat's owner said that he must have crawled into the suitcase of a visiting friend. Didn't know that the cat was missing until the airport officials. Oh, so the person bringing the cat wasn't even the owner. <laughs> I. There's no way that that actually <laughs> that they didn't know that. I know that's what I'm thinking. I'm sorry, but it's like, yeah, you can take my cat. <laughs> Uh, okay, I got caught with your cat. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wouldn't the cat probably die anyway. That's what I'm there, aren't there it's, pressure it, issues? In, yeah, in cargo, they don't pressurize cargo like they do the cabin. Yeah, so I would I think, think now they do have a a pet cargo area. Yeah, but I think you have to pay for that. <laughs> well, oh well, I. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for the cat either. I I can't stand cats. <laughs> um, huh. That's something. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> if cats on a plane is uh, doesn't uh, raise your eyebrows, maybe snakes on a plane will. Someone um, try, uh, sneak a snake into a plane? It doesn't say who snuck it. It just says that a garter snake showed up on a plane. Uh, it was a United Airlines uh, jet. Showed up in business class. Just uh, crawling towards, around, or towards yeah, crawling around towards the end of a flight from Florida to New Jersey. I mean, it was just a garter snake. Okay. So you know, you know, they're garter snakes. Yeah, they're, they're pretty small. But and, and yeah, I mean, they they can they can get a few feet long, uh, depending on the you know what they are. But yeah. harmless in any case. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> they started shrieking, pulling their feet off the floor and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It was caught and then later released into the wild. <laughs> they don't hurt a lot when they bite, but they it does. Yeah, I they mean, can bite. Because, I, I mean, I think of back when I was catching snakes and getting bit. And mm-hmm. I was young enough to my, where my skin was pretty thin. I don't know if, like, if I got bit by one now, if I had even noticed but you'd probably, I mean, it's, it, again, it depends on the size, but you know, yeah. I think they, when they bite, I mean, obviously they, they can swallow, they've got to eat somehow, but when they bite, like if they bite a person or something, you know, that that's just a, a defensive bite, right. um, to, you know, cause, cause it feels threatened or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I had, um, when I lived out in Cleves, my foundation was basically just 
rocks with no mortar between them. Um, so I didn't have any protection against outside visitors. But mm-hmm. we never had mice in that house. And that's because in the basement, we we had snakes. We had snakes. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, it was like there was no way to keep them out. But, and I guess I freaked out a little bit the first time I saw it. You know, I'm walking along and uh, it was actually in the kitchen, not in the basement. But, and I saw the flash of it and then it just disappeared. I'm like, what the heck? We have uh-huh. snakes? Um, but I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, they don't, at least they don't poop up here where yeah. where I have food and stuff. They don't leave droppings. Uh, they stay in the basement for the most part. Every now and then you might see one, but mostly they stay in the basement. And we never had mice ever in that house. And we were right next to fields and all kinds of stuff. But you didn't worry about them like, like coming out of the basement and like slithering into bed or something like that? No, it never happened. They stayed in the basement. <laughs> that you know about. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I saw one upstairs once in the uh-huh. entire time I lived there. I, I opened the kitchen, the cabinet door in the kitchen and I was digging through stuff looking for something and I just saw the flash of it as it slithered away. Oh, and okay. then I chased it trying to figure out where it went and it disappeared into a hole in the cabinet, which I patched oh. up, but, um, I, I <laughs> never saw one upstairs after. Actually, most of the time I found them is when they were dead. Oh, okay, yeah. Because there was a little, there was a little hole in the ground for the sump pump. Yeah. And I would have to clean that out every once in a while. Yeah, and a lot of times, get in there and stink. <laughs> yeah, snake would get in there, die, and its skull would get caught in the blades of the sump. Oh, pump. the pump. Okay. And I would have to clean that out, and that's that's really most of the. I probably only saw a live one like twice the whole time yeah. there, but I don't know. <laughs> I hear people talk complain no about mice. rats and s- mice, and I'm like, well, why don't you get a snake, and then yeah. <laughs> then you won't have <laughs> rats and <solved>. mice. <laughs> I hear other people suggest cats, but now you've got droppings, and they stink, and a thousand yeah. other things. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather put mouse traps out than get cats. Yeah. I guess I'd rather. I think I'd rather put mouse snakes. traps out than get snakes too. <laughs> it's an option. That's all I'm saying. It's an option. Yeah. I keep telling mom because she's got a little bit of a problem. I'm like, mom, let me just. You know what? Bella's got a snake. I can let that snake go in your house for a little while. It comes back because we've lost it a couple times. Oh, uh huh. It comes back. <clears throat> it actually slithers in to someone's bed with them. <laughs> That's how we find it every time. They wake up and there's a snake on their... Well, they're attracted to the warmth. I guess. But why wouldn't it go to like a heat vent or something like that? Mm, Yeah. Or an electronic device. Like we have printers and stuff here. That's true. Why not curl up under a printer where the power supply is? Yeah. I don't know. Snakes don't bother me. Yeah, well... (laughs) That's all I got. <clears throat> okay. Well, are we got a trivia? Yes. Gonna roll the dice. Comes up. The number is two. 
And two is New Testament. Okay. All right. Who was the first person to see Jesus resurrected? I thought it was Mary Magdalene. I thought it was too, but it wasn't. She was she was told by the angel. You get the picture that it's actually an angel talking to her saying, "Why are you looking for the dead among the living?" Oh, right? because she was uh, yeah, but even after that didn't Jesus appear to her first? I I think so. Okay, I'm going to say Mary was, Magdalene. I think Mary's I I thought there were 3 of them. Mary, Mary, and the other Mary. There's Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary Magdalene, and the other Mary. Yeah, the other Mary. <laughs> they always just say when that. we describe like... Dan as the other Dan. The other Dan. <laughs> like this important historical document, and all they say is the other the Mary. The other Dan. <laughs> as if we know who the other Mary is. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean the Bible does stuff like that. Like there's there's John who was called Mark. Yeah. For example. <laughs> what? Dan, who was called Eric. Yeah. <laughs> they have a weird naming system over there. They don't have surnames. Dan, the, the silversmith. And Mary, who was the other Mary. Yeah. And, and Mary, who was called Mark. <laughs> All right. Well, according to... The Gospel of Mark, uh, chapter 16. Now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him, and but as they mourned and wept, but when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they would not believe it. So that that's Mark. Okay. And he says so, Mary Magdalene first. Think about this. We call Thomas the doubter because he said, because when they told him, he wouldn't believe him. He wouldn't believe them. Yeah. Now, he said, not until I can put my hand in his side, but probably the appearance alone would have been enough. It's just that the point <laughs> he is, was, he, he was wouldn't saying, believe him. Yeah, was like, I'm not going to believe you until, yeah. Until I see it. But right. this, they didn't believe either. No, exactly. They were all doubters when it was Mary yeah. Magdalene who was telling them. Just don't trust a woman, that's all. That, that, that must be it's it, not what it was. It's not that they doubted. It's it's not that he doubted. It's just that he doubted after the men already saw it. And it's like yeah. it was the man's story instead of a woman's story. <laughs> that's what it is. Yep. All right, well, folks. Hey, we got that one right, by the way. Yeah, we did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Finally got one. Well, folks, think about what we said, and as always... Go raw and circle the beads. And we'll say, Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. we gotta got to talk else? about this. Uh-oh. Uh, go to... Forget? I'll put a link uh, on our website, manlyjesus.com. Oh, yeah. We're starting a, a manly Jesus art concept. I, it's just starting. So uh, you can go and see. I'm trying to put at least one on per week. And you can buy the artwork and whatever and put it in your home. Um, and, you know, it's not the best yet. But 
I'm Let's hoping, I'm hoping artists will see that and, and I will, if, if you're an artist and you've done a good picture of Jesus, it doesn't matter if it's a baby Jesus or an older Jesus or a, it, even if it's abstract art. The point is, Jesus has to, we've got to quit making pictures of Jesus that look wussy. It yeah. just bugs me. The um, and stuff. So, I am starting the site in order to promote that. If you're an artist and you have art you would like me to promote, uh, use the Contact Us page at, um, I don't even know if I have one up there, come to think of it. Yeah, you got but it. use the one at, at a podcast about CatholicThings.com. Get a hold of me there, and I will find a way to uh, get you connected with the site and get your artwork up for sale. But uh, go to manlyjesus.com and you can see what we got there now. All right. Now, now we'll go see you next week. The beans. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you.